Hi there, this is Bradley Magumura. Thanks for joining this week's installment of Musing with Magooms. I've got some nuggets, laughs and interesting questions coming up. Enjoy. Hello everyone, welcome to Musing with Magooms. Today's episode is a slightly more important, a special episode because I had an interesting conversation and this conversation led me to deciding, you know what, I'm actually just going to record the podcast and share about this as soon as possible. So I decided to go through this earlier than the usual schedule. I'm probably also going to then have this episode come through before what I intended to be the next episode. Bit of a deviation there, but that's all right. And in today's episode, I'm just going to be talking about knowing myself or knowing yourself. This comes from the conversation I mentioned where a lot of us don't know ourselves, say, and we take it for granted how much we don't know ourselves. And at the same time, we think we know ourselves. Because if I'm looking, um, if I'm looking at it from a scriptural and faith point of view, the Bible would tell me that the heart is deceitful above all things. So just based on that, when I think I know something, when I think I I want something, sometimes I'm just in a situation where I may be deceiving myself. And it then goes on to say that uh, who knows it except God. And that is the case. Sometimes we think that we we know things or we want things. And we don't really realize what we know or what we want. And my question would then be, do you ever truly get to know yourself in life? Because I'd think that just based on experience alone, you are not the same person you were yesterday. By mere fact of waking up this morning and going through whatever conversation, whatever things you're exposed to today, you're now in a different place than what you were yesterday. And you know how it says that if you're not progressing, you're regressing. There's never a point where you can say, I'm just stagnant, I'm just here. Because the mere lack of progression means that you're going backwards so i was just talking to this guy called Munya, and we were talking about how it's impossible to try and live life by just analyzing many different situations so in this case um Munya, when I was talking to him, he knows that I I like thinking, I like analysis. And he was posing questions to me saying that you can sit down and think about a situation, but usually what then happens is all these situations you sit down and think about are all hypotheticals. And when it then comes to reality, reality has a way of changing things it it has a way of giving you something you didn't think about so in this case 
me thinking about all these hypotheticals of what could go bad or what could go good, I'm just thinking of many different things that actually don't matter. Because when I get into the situation, I can only take the situation and the progression of events as they come. I, I cannot try and anticipate everything because then you get into a situation of over-analysis paralysis where you realize that there's so much going on that it's impossible to try have it all figured out. And also, it also then goes to talk about how then even in your analysis do you know that what you are talking about is not just anecdotal experience and you're just feeding your fears into situations or your hopes into situations because whenever we are going through things you can only think about things you know because there's things you know and there's things you don't know and there's things that you don't know you that you don't know so the area of things that you don't know you don't know is huge it's crazy and usually for growth to happen, you have to be willing to accept that you don't know certain things and you're only going to know them as you're going through them. You have to allow yourself to experience new things, to see things from different perspectives in order to grow. It then goes on to talk about how you're never ready for growth. You only know that you're ready when you're in the situation. It reminds me of a song by Wale that talks about matrimony and he, he says getting engaged is like um, a roller coaster and what then happens is you're on a roller coaster on a planet and once these two, once in a blue moon, once in a while, two planets get close to each other and once they get super close to each other, you get a chance to jump and meet the person on the other roller coaster who's willing to take that jump with you, which is that leap of faith that is needed for someone to grow. So I was thinking that, okay, so, okay, today, yes, I agree. Today, I'm not the same person I was yesterday. And my counter to probably just living in the present and not over-analyzing too much, was that, what about what Bismarck says, where he says, um, only a fool learns from his own experience and mistakes, but the wise man keeps from, uh, well, the wise man learns from the mistakes of others. And the counter that I got was that, the wise man, yes, learns from the mistakes of others. But the question is, was the wise man already wise? Or the wise man became wise after the fact? Which, 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 which intrigued me because for someone to be able to learn from the mistakes of others, you need to be in a position to know, one, the end of the story so that you can clearly see this decision led to that. And even in seeing that 
maybe a decision that was made led to problems in the story or led to unfortunate circumstances it's still important to know that just because what looks obvious as the answer as to this decision is what made things go wrong it does not necessarily mean that that is the decision that made things wrong so the wisdom is not coming from downloading all this information and learning about the mistakes other people made but his argument was that you know in life we're all given different gifts and some people's gift is wisdom so they they have the inclination to choose the the right decision and see what the problem was and yeah, I, I kind of struggled with that, but I got his point because I know that as people, we usually, almost always, we always think of ourselves as the exception to the rule. Whenever there's a rule that's made and it's a standard and you're told that when ABC happens, D is going to follow, we are quick to think of ourselves as but there's always exceptions and we always think that we are exceptions to the rules because reality, we see reality through our own experiences. So probably first and foremost in each and every one of us as reality is our thoughts and our actions. So we obviously quite sensibly always think of ourselves as the exception. And it's, it's, it's a funny thing because if we all think of ourselves as the exception, if we all think of ourselves as we truly know ourselves, we think of ourselves as wise or we think of ourselves as clever, then who is the fool? Who's the fool? Are we all then just foolish people then? And the wise are the ones who actually realize that they don't know anything. So obviously for me to make good sense of this and make sense of what I'm thinking about and digest this properly, I'm going to do what I usually do, which is go to the Bible for wisdom. Because you know, the Bible says if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of the Lord. And I'm probably just going to share a couple of verses talking about knowing yourself um the first one would be romans chapter 7 verse 15 romans chapter 7 verse 15 interesting text it's a text where we find paul talking about himself and in verse 15 he says and if i do what i do not want to do oh sorry Verse 15 says, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. Which is a situation that I'm sure most of us have found ourselves in. Where you're hyped, you want to do the right thing, you want to do good things. You set a plan for yourself, you're like, okay, I'm going to do A, B, C, D. And when the time comes, you find yourself falling 
you aren't in a position to do the stuff you said you were going to do. And the question would then be, is, was, is, is it your fault? Or maybe you really didn't want to do this as much as you thought you wanted to do it. So obviously that's a tough situation to find yourself. Situation where you've chosen a certain path and unfortunately you can't follow through on what you want to do. It's a path I've found myself on a number of times. So if you are also going through the same, don't worry, you're not alone with that one. The last part I'd like to talk about is then... The difference, what makes the difference, what helps us get through the hard times, the times where we then, okay, you realize you don't know yourself. I realize I don't know myself. How do I then stop myself from becoming nihilistic and just thinking there's nothing, there's nothing of importance there's nothing in this world to live for or there's no good I can do that's actually going to really make a difference maybe all this learning I may try do I'm learning all these things but life is gonna throw me a curveball which I have no idea how I'm going to be able to handle it or maybe you're afraid of growth you're afraid of starting new things with that I'd probably want to reference a text I referenced before in a previous podcast, which talks about um, trusting in God, uh, where in Proverbs, it tells us that trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Even taking it further, from the same book of Proverbs, you also find Proverbs 9 verse 10 telling us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. And I, re- I, I, I really enjoy Solomon's writing. I really enjoy the, his books because there's, there, there's so many nuggets in there so many nuggets and there's so much that goes on and if there's anyone who like me has questioned their reason for being here on earth and questioned the reason for all of this happening i would leave you with one of my probably my favorite texts arguably my favorite texts which is a combination of two texts. So the first one would be the opening of the book of Ecclesiastes. So Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 2. And I will read it in the New King James Version. In the New King James Version, which then says that Vanity of vanities, says the preacher, Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. Verse 3, what profit has a man from all his labor in which he toils under the sun? 
And if you keep on reading chapter 1 of Ecclesiastes, you see all these things which are basically vanity. Going even further, you see him talking about how wisdom usually brings grief. Because you know how people say uh, ignorance is bliss. And with, with, with all Solomon, who was arguably the wisest man in the world ever, he writes that, um, look, I attained greatness and I gained wisdom. And my heart, he set his heart on understanding great wisdom and knowledge. And he then realized that all of this was like grasping at wind. Which is how he opens the book of Ecclesiastes. So now, to get to the end, because the opening of Ecclesiastes is the questions. Vanity of vanities. What is all of this for? Right. And you then go to Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13 and 14, which then give us the answer, which is the conclusion of this whole mess, this whole debacle, the vanity and all the problems that we go through in life. And verse 13 says, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is man's all. For God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. Fear God and do his will. That is the whole reason for this thing. And when you think about life and you try go through life too seriously and you look at life, you try overanalyze and think too much, which I'm also a victim of, you tend to become anxious. And if you sit down and you try live in the past, you end up romanticizing past experiences and fail to live in the present. So there's the person who's always in the future and the person who's always in the past. But then the time to live is now because now is the only time we have. And that's why now is the present. So I just hope that this episode was as fun for you to listen to as it was for me to make because I'm pretty sure you can hear that I've been hyped this whole time and I just enjoyed it. I'm actually thinking that I should start getting people to come through and having interviews and two or three people as a panel for the podcast. Well, we'll see how it goes. Um, let me hear your thoughts. Let me know what you think about it all. Hit me up. You know where to find me. Till next time, Magoom's out. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Musing with Magoom's. I truly appreciate you taking the time to listen and I look forward to engaging with you. Please tweet me or DM your thoughts via Instagram or Twitter at underscore Magoom's on all social media or you can email me at musingwithmagooms at gmail.com. Thank you again to everyone who listened to last week's episode. If you missed it, then please check it out. Lastly, if you enjoyed this week's episode, please subscribe, 
I promise I'll be super grateful. And if you're feeling super kind, then please leave a review and rate the podcast on the platform you're using. This will help grow the podcast and hopefully we can have more people listening. When you leave your review, please also leave your social media handle so that I can follow you and we can chat via DMs for future programming suggestions. Have a great week and I look forward to seeing what the next week has in store for us. Magooms out.